The first section of Psalms has been called the Genesis Psalms. They help us to realize that every good thing begins with God. The Psalms provide a roadmap for the journey ahead. In them, we learn to bring every emotion and experience of life into the presence of God. Join Scott Pauley now as we study God's Word together. Psalm 21 picks up where Psalm 20 left off. You'll remember in our last study we walked through Psalm 20, uh, this psalm of the king who's going into battle. Remember he was going into the fight and he was marching under the banner of the name of his God. Well, when you come to Psalm 21, the king picks up there on the other side of the battle. Oh, this is encouraging to me. The same God who's going to lead you into something is going to lead you through it. He, he may bring you into a fight, but I promise you He's going to bring you out of the fight on the other side stronger. Uh, the Holy Spirit led the Lord Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil, but He came out in the power of the Holy Spirit. So when you begin Psalm 21, you begin with a note of victory. Oh, may God in heaven give you victory today, this victory. The Bible says, The King shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, and in thy salvation. How greatly shall he rejoice! Thou hast given him his heart's desire, and hast not withholden the request of his lips. Selah. In other words, David is saying, God answered my prayer. Could we all just pause today and acknowledge that God has been very good to us, that the Lord has indeed answered our prayer, uh, that perhaps every problem is not gone and every enemy is not yet put down, but the Lord has never failed us, never forsaken us, never forgotten us, and my friend, he's not going to begin today. Psalm 21 is a psalm of victory. And my prayer for you today, as you meditate on this psalm, is that the Lord will help you to walk in victory. Now, perhaps you're still in the midst of your battle, but you can have victory in the midst of your battle because the Lord is with you. Now, psalm 21 is 13 verses long, and it really divides itself into two parts. The first seven verses... David is just praising God. He's just rejoicing in the Lord. It's all about the victory that he's experienced. Then when you come to verse 8, down through verse 13, he deals with the enemy. I love the divine order here. David gets his eyes on the Lord first. It was not about the enemies that were coming against them. It was not about the circumstances. It was about the Lord first. And then once his eyes are on the Lord, then he can see and trust and believe that the Lord is always going to take care of the enemies. In verse number 1, he begins this way, The king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord. Do you remember what is said to us in the book of Nehemiah? The joy of the Lord shall be your strength. Well, I want you to know, if you need strength today, if you feel faint and weary and weak and like you're not going to make it, what you need is a fresh understanding of the goodness of God. What you need is a fresh experience of the joy of the Lord in your own soul. Because if you can learn to rejoice in the Lord, to rejoice in His goodness and His mercy and His faithfulness, it's going to put fresh courage in you to keep moving forward, to keep fighting the good fight of faith. Joy in the strength of the Lord alone. I love the fact that at the end of verse 1, there's a little exclamation point. In thy salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice! Exclamation point. I wonder, are you still excited about knowing Jesus? Are you still excited that if God be for us, who can be against us? Who can separate us from the love of God? Are you still excited that He said He would never leave you, 
nor forsake you. Are you still excited uh, that the Lord says that in the end He will be not only the author but also the finisher of your faith? You see, the Lord who is working in your life today is going to continue to work. He says in verse 2, You've not withholden the request of my lips. So he said, You've answered my prayer. In verse 3, he says, For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. Thou settest a crown of pure gold on his head. Think of that expression, to be prevented with the blessings of goodness. Literally, God hedges us in with his goodness. Over the last few days, I've been made to think in my own personal walk with Christ about the goodness of God to me. You know, the first lie the devil ever told was that God was not good. He was holding back good things. And he continues to tell that same old lie. And the silly thing is, we continue to believe it. And perhaps today, you're wondering about the goodness of God. Friends, God has always been good. And he is good. That's his very nature. And he is good to us. Think of all the things God has kept from you because of his goodness. And then think of all the things God has given to you because of his goodness. Oh, praise the Lord today for the blessings of goodness. In verse 4, it says, He asked life of thee, and thou gavest it him, even length of days forever and ever. Could we just pause today and praise God we're alive? Take a breath right now, would you? Isn't that nice? Take another one. Go ahead. Just take another one. That, my friends, is the gift of God. You see, the Lord's the one who gave you life, but He's also the one who sustained your life. Uh, someone didn't live to see this day, but you did. Uh, you're breathing at this moment. Even the very breath you have is a reminder that God is good to us. Verse 5 says, His glory is great in thy salvation. Honor and majesty hast thou laid upon Him. Think of this. The Lord's not only given us life, but then He's given us all spiritual blessings. The greatest blessings are not physical life or material substance. They are spiritual riches in Christ Jesus. Do you have eternal life today? If you don't, you can. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. And if you have believed on the Lord Jesus, go back and rejoice again in the goodness of God. Don't lose the joy of His salvation in your soul. And then, not only eternal life, you have abundant life. Jesus said, I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Oh, God's been very good to us. In verse 6, he says, For thou hast made him most blessed forever. Thou hast made him exceeding glad with thy countenance. Think of all of the blessing that God has brought into your life. Don't forget the goodness of God. In verse 7, he says this, For the king trusteth in the Lord, and through the mercy of the Most High he shall not be moved. Now remember, I said to you Psalm 20 and Psalm 21 go together. Well, let me read a verse to you from Psalm 20. In Psalm 20, he said, Some trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. In other words, some people are going to trust other things, what they can do, what someone else can help them with, some resources at their disposal. He says, I'm going to trust God. Now in Psalm 21, on the other side, he says, For the king trusteth in the Lord. I go on trusting in him. And through the mercy of the Most High, he shall not be moved. Watch this, please. You trusted him in your darkest days. You could trust Him today. He helped you in previous battles. He's going to help you today. He brought you through great valleys in the past. He's going to bring you through great valleys today. The Lord will take care of you. In verse 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, David describes how God took care of the enemies. You know, maybe today your enemy seems very big to you. Get your eyes on the greatness of God and I promise you your enemy will get smaller. Goliath was small in David's sight because God was big. Saul 
chasing him through the mountainside was small in David's sight because God was big. The armies, they were small in David's sight because God was big. And if you'll get your eyes on the greatness of your God, your enemy will seem much smaller too. Psalm 21 ends this way, verse 13, Be thou exalted, Lord, in thine own strength. So will we sing and praise thy power. In the end, it's all to the glory of God. Psalm 21 begins and ends in strength. Verse 1, The king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord. Verse 13, Be thou exalted, Lord, in thine own strength. Today, God's strength is going to give you everything you need. And today, God's strength is going to work in such a way so He will get the glory. Whether you're in the battle, coming out of the battle, feel like you're going into a battle, know this, you can trust your captain today. He will be enough. His strength is at your disposal at this moment. Rejoice in the goodness of God. Thank you for studying the Psalms with us. It is our sincere hope that you will spend time in God's Word today, finding divine direction and real encouragement for the road ahead. Visit scottpauley.org to download your free copy of a ready reference of the Psalms, along with other helpful resources for your Christian life. We would love to hear from you, and we look forward to having you with us again on the next Enjoying the Journey.